Section 27 of Irish Fairy Tales by James Stevens. The Birth of Bran. Chapter 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Irish Fairy Tales by James Stevens. There are people who do not like dogs a bit. They are usually women. But in this story, there is a man who did not like dogs. In fact, he hated them. When he saw one, he used to go black in the face, and he threw rocks at it until it got out of sight. But the power that protects all creatures had put a squint into this man's eye, so that he always threw crooked. This gentleman's name was Fergus Fionnleith, and his stronghold was near the harbour of Galway. Whenever a dog barked, he would leap out of his seat, and he would throw everything that he owned out of the window in the direction of the bark. He gave prizes to servants who disliked dogs, and when he heard that a man had drowned a litter of pups, he used to visit that person and try to marry his daughter. Now Finn, the son of Yule, was the reverse of Fergus Fionnleith in this manner, for he delighted in dogs, and he knew everything about them from the setting of the first little white tooth to the rocking of the last long yellow one. He knew the affections and antipathies which are proper in a dog, the degree of obedience to which dogs may be trained without losing their honourable qualities or becoming servile and suspicious. He knew the hopes that animate them, the apprehensions which tingle in their blood, and all that is to be demanded from or forgiven in a paw, an ear, a nose, an eye, or a tooth. And he understands these things because he loved dogs, for it is by love alone that we understand anything." Among the three hundred dogs which Finn owned, there were two to whom he gave an especial tenderness, and who were his daily and nightly companions. These two were Bran and Scarlorn, but if a person were to guess for twenty years, he would not find out why Finn loved these two dogs, and why he would never be separated from them. Finn's mother, Myrna, went to Wide Allen of Leinster to visit her son, and she brought her young sister, Tyrion, with her. The mother and aunt of the great captain were well treated among the Fianna, first because they were parents to Finn, and second because they were beautiful and noble women. No words can describe how delightful Myrna was. She took the branch, and as to Turner, a man could not look at her without becoming angry or dejected. Her face was fresh as a spring morning, her voice more cheerful than the cuckoo calling from the branch that is highest in the hedge, and her form swayed like a reed and flowed like a river so that each person thought she would surely flow to him. Men who had wives of their own grew moody and downcast because they could not hope to marry her, while the bachelors of the Fianna stared at each other with truculent, bloodshot eyes, and they gazed on Turner so gently that she may have imagined she was being beamed on by the mild eyes of the dawn. It was to an Ulster gentleman, Yolan Aktok, that she gave her love, and this chief stated his rights and qualities and asked for her in marriage. Now, Finn did not dislike the man of Ulster, but either he did not know them well, or else he knew them too well, for he made a curious stipulation before consenting to the marriage. He bound Yolan to return the lady if there should be occasion to think her unhappy, and Yolan agreed to do so. The sureties to this bargain were Coulter Macronan, Gol Macmorna, and Lueg. Lueg himself gave the bride away, but it was not a pleasant ceremony for him, because he also was in love with the lady, and he would have preferred keeping her to giving her away. When she had gone, he made a poem about her, beginning, There is no more light in the sky. And hundreds of sad people learned the poem by heart. End of chapter 1